Say it loud. One, one. It says, in the beginning, God. That is the beginning of the beginning. Hallelujah. The first function of God is what? Creates. Isn't it? God created. The first introduction of God on earth was a being who created something. That's the first role of God. In the beginning, God created. I told you that on Sunday. And he created the heavens and the earth. Then, verse 2 says, Now, the earth was void and formless. And darkness covers the deep. But, the Spirit of God is hovering. So, God created good things. Then something happened to the good thing. But God was not disappointed because he was still in control. Do you remember from Sunday? Okay. Why are we looking at this? You are God's image and God's likeness. And you have to behave like God if you are born again. Okay. So, verse 1, God created. Verse 2, there was chaos and there was everything go well bad. What God expected is not what he saw. Satan came and disrupted everything God created. Hello, somebody. Don't forget what I tell you. When the devil messes up all your plans, it's not strange. He did it so to God too. Devil messes up your family. He did it to God as well. He messed up God's family thoroughly. In chapter 3. But that did not stop that family from still being God's family. Is that correct, somebody? When God came, God never blamed any one of them. He just gave a remedy to help them still fulfill the function. And I told you, you must know this. You will not have an excuse to not do what God has done when Satan visits to destroy your work, your family, and your children or your husband or your wife. And I told you, verse 3 came after verse 2. In verse 2, imagine a world in chaos. Imagine angels of God. You can come and take your seat now. Angels of God in heaven who did not know what God will do. Because they were celebrating, according to the book of Ecclesiastes and Proverbs, no Proverbs really, when God created the morning star and created the heavens and earth, the Bible said the angels rejoiced, chapter 8. And suddenly the earth was void and formless. God didn't tell his plan to any of the angels. So, I can perceive some angels will be mourning. Oh, oh, oh. What a beautiful thing God has created. The enemy had destroyed it. And then I told you on Sunday, how when Satan destroyed it, God was not panicking. What made God not to panic was because God has knowledge of himself and he has knowledge of what he, he will do. And I told you what causes man to panic is because they lack the true knowledge of what God will do in circumstances. Listen to me attentively. Look, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. Who did you see? One day you will close that eyes and you will never wake up again. Open your eyes. 
the day you close those eyes and you have no ability to work to open it again, you have reported in the presence of the one who created and sent you. Let me say this to you. If I quarrel with this man, and because of that I did, not, I did things that God said not to do, before God's judgment, I will never be able to mention him as a reason for my misbehavior. I will stand alone. I will not be able to accuse anybody for whatever they have done. God will judge me by what I have done. He will not judge me by what? He will not give me justification because I reacted to somebody's doing evil or doing wrong. And we, dis- we saw that displayed in God because when Satan destroyed the earth, God did not respond. He didn't do evil. He was not complaining. When Satan went to the Garden of Eden and turned the first family of God against God by making them disobey God, when God came down, he didn't use a big stick to crush the head of Adam. What God did was that, okay, Adam, you messed up. Don't worry. God killed a, 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 an animal and made even close to the disobedience. And he did sacrifice for their sins to be atoned for and restore them back to the original position. He did not, because of that, take Adam from his authority, which he has given him as the ruler of the world. Neither did he take Eve from her authority as the mother of the whole world. So therefore, God will not justify your action that you have reacted because Satan messed up something. God will judge you by your respect for him. Because when Satan messed up around you, you still respect God in your action. You did not do action that will make Satan laugh at God and make the intention of Satan fulfilled. But you stay cool like God did. And rather than you to act according to how much he pains you, you acted according to how much Jesus has provided for you. I will together now. Satan will not catch me. I made up my mind. He's looking for every one of us, isn't he? How will he get us? How will he react to what he does? How did he not get God? Because God ignored what the devil did. So, chapter verse 3 came. Chapter 1, verse 3 came. If God misbehaved in chapter 1, verse 2, verse 3 will not happen. If God had reacted to the devil, when the devil scattered everything and destroyed everything that God has created, then if God spoke in verse 3, it will never happen. It will be non grata. It will gather no water. For the word of God of verse 3 to happen, God displayed God. That he is still in control. Though in chaos is in control. In anarchy is in control. In disappointment is in control. Though everything has, that he had made was wiped off in a second, Satan is even dominating and manifesting all over. Darkness all over, which he did not create. Yet God didn't worry. But the morning of verse 3 came and God said, let there be what? Light. You remember? And God said, verse 6. And God said, verse 14. And God said, verse 23. And God said, why did God's word happen? Because he took control in verse 2. Why was God not worried? The book of Isaiah, what? 45 verse 18. Don't forget it. God had a plan before creating the world. 
before you went to business, you had a plan. That plan has not changed. It doesn't matter how tough it is. That plan remains. Before you went into marriage, you had a plan with your husband. That plan remains. When things go sour, that original plan remains. God will not shift from what you agreed from the beginning. Listen to me. So, in the book of Isaiah 45, 18 says, God created the world not to be empty. He created it to be inhabited. And it says, for I am God. Alright? You must always remember your early dream. That is the true dream. Every dream you dream after your early dream, contrary to the first dream, it is not from God. Is there somebody in this house? You know when you make up your decision to become mighty, to become great, to become the best in your career? That is the real thing God wants you to be. The moment you step into the career, things are going smoothly and suddenly something crashes everything down. Everybody went loose against you. Everybody who should help you succeed became the, the enemy that is confronting you and assuring you that in this place you will, have no, you will not go anywhere. We, even some of you, they come to you and say that we will make sure that you will not reach that height. Thank God a man said it. In the book of Isaiah, the Bible says, worms will eat their mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> hey, if you react by what they say, you miss God. If you get afraid by what they say, you miss God. Even after they assured you peril, and you start having dreams, in line with the new thing they assured you, failure, those dreams you are having is not the true dream. The true dream is the original dream you had. The original intention that you had in your brain. The dreams of God did not change because of the manifestation of Satan. Is that also your Bible? What kept God in control? He knows his dreams. He knows his dreams. Have you ever read the Bible that says that in the world you will have no sorrow? In your own Bible you say that? In the world, a Christian, you have no problem. You know, because Jesus has done everything, so you just have everything, you know, everything you want. Say it, happen, receive it, run with it, whatever, no opposition. You just carry your canoe, you can ride on the air. You have that in the Bible? God said in this world you have what? Many tribulations. You have many sorrows. But he didn't finish there. What did he say? Rejoice! <laughs> For what? I have overcome the world. Somebody say amen. amen. Look at some beside you and say, In sorrow, rejoice. Tell him, In trouble, jubilate. If there is no war, say, If there is no war, there cannot be victory. Victory comes after war. Laugh in the days of battle. For victory is on your side. That is God for you. I want to be like God. Period. What about you? Hey, 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 I can't hear you. It doesn't matter what people say about God. God is still God. It doesn't matter how many people do not believe that there is God. God is still God. Ah, one of the very funniest jokes of God is this. Somebody may be saying that I'm an agnostic. I am an atheist. I don't believe in God. And God is looking at him. 
And he's talking everywhere. It happened to some of them. Every conference, they call in the government and talk about there is no God. And one day, God decided, because God had known how he would mess him up. So one day, in the plane, they were going. And then God came and he took the plane <laughs> with a finger. He rolled it like paper. And everybody is shouting, Father, help me. In Jesus' name. The agnostic was in the plane. He doesn't have someone to call. And then the Lord God pulled the plane in the decompression. And the atheist said, Jesus! (laughs) Save me! The voice of the atheist overpowered the voice of the saints. And then Jesus answered and carried the plane to London. And he asked the atheist, What did we hear you say? (laughs) He said, I called Jesus with his children. (laughs) Hallelujah, somebody. This is God for you. It has become a preacher of Jesus Christ. He knows how to convert his enemies to become his messengers. The same thing you must master. Jesus didn't pray for his enemies to die. He said, when your enemy is hungry, what? When he is thirsty, what? Give him water. When he has no clothes, clothe him. He says that those who despitefully use you, pray for them and bless them. When they are having bad day, those who hate you, give them gifts. Someone said, what is this? And I will sing to you, this kind God do. I never say it's kind of. This kind God. Blessed be your holy. God does not have headache because he does not apply for it. He doesn't have hypertension because he did not apply for it. If God were to put on every evil happening in the world to his head, God would die. Are we together now? What kept God going as God is because it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what is happening around the whole world he created. God is still God. He has the last laugh. He knows when his timing is up and he opens his mouth to speak, nothing can hinder it. He does not speak because Satan is messing about. He has spoken before the devil began. Copy him. He is good God. How are we together now? I have five more minutes. If God is what he says he is, which is true, and we read also in the main scripture for the convention, chapter 1, verse 26. After God had displayed what he is, he said, come, let us make man in our own image. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the areas of the Bible that established that God is tripartite. In the beginning, God created. Then there was darkness and the Spirit of God. So there is God and there is his Spirit. Then the verse 3, he spoke the word, isn't it? So you have in verse 1, God the Father, verse 2, the Spirit of God, and verse 3, the Word of God, isn't it? Come on, look at the book of John, 
chapter 1, let's look at verse 14. What did he say? No, yes, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen the glory and only one from the Father. So which means that the word spoken in chapter 3, verse 3 of Genesis is Jesus. Yes? Maybe you need more clarity because you are too intelligent. Look at verse 1 of John 1. Shall we read it together? In the beginning, and the word, and the word, he was, he read it on, he was with God in the beginning, by him, apart from him. Then verse 14, and the word, and, and, as, so who is the word? Say it loud. I can hear you. So, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, God the Father. Verse 2, the Holy Spirit. Verse 3, the Word of God, Jesus Christ. So, in verse 26, he now said, the Father to the Holy Spirit, to the Word. Let us make man in our image. Which means Holy Spirit, is, it looks like you. He has legs, he has nose, he breathes. Okay? Because Jesus has all the physique, God has all the physique, Holy Spirit has all the physique. And then it says, in the image of God, God created <clears throat> them, <clears throat> isn't it? Male and female, created ye them. Is that correct? Then verse 27, to read it together, cathedral. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Then after creating them, the next verse says, God did what? God bless me. God bless me. God bless me. After creating everything, God bless me. Anything contrary to blessing, may it depart from your life forever. The Bible says the blessings of God make it rich without adding sorrow. If the enemy has added sorrow into your blessing, may the sorrow be cast from the roots. Blessing brings happiness. Anything that does not make you happy, may the Lord extinguish it forever. Even if you are holding on to it, may the Lord disconnect it from your hand. Listen to me. There is a song. I will sing it in my mother tongue. Though I'm a Welsh. It says, You see that she, she rises up. If you don't understand what I'm saying, tune yourself into the Holy Spirit. Intervention of tongue. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
A child of God has the right to rejoice. That's what I'm saying. Why? Because day by day, I understand the path of God better. If you don't understand the path of God, you cannot rejoice. What a useless existence is for a man not to know the path of the living God. Sorrow will overtake you. Chaos will surround you. The moment you depart from the ways of God, you will never be happy. Satan dumbles the carrot outside the way. The ways of this world is different from the way of our God. Ephesians chapter 2 tells you from verse 1 to 3. The ruler of the way, the world thinks, is Lucifer. Step out of the way of God. The rest you have is sorrow. Consider the ways of the Father. You rejoice day after day. The end of the way is promising. The end of the way of God is rewarding. The end of the way of God is celebrating. Consider it and walk in its path, man. To be numbered among the authority of this world. Either you are young or old. <laughs> Listen to me. Therefore, God made you in his image. And he breathed the breath of his spirit into you. And man became a living soul. Hallelujah. But you see that verse 26. God made man. He said, let us make man in our image. In our likeness. And let them what? Rule. Have dominion. You can control every aspect of your life. Today, I want to stop here. God is a workaholic. True or false? The God who created the whole heavens and earth. We saw yesterday how he created everything from verse 1 to verse 26. Okay? None of you should be lazy. Hallelujah. I must never hear it that a child of God is lazy. It's either you are not a child of God and you are lazy, or if you are a child of God, Holy Ghost won't allow you to be lazy. If you are a child of God, you are always thinking because Holy Ghost is always thinking. He's always giving information to human head. Listen, and I will talk more about this. Not tonight. We have partaken or partook or both as an application in the power of God. We had partaken or partook or both applicable in the image of God. We have partaken and partook or both applicable in his likeness. Now we must partake. <laughs> we must partake. <laughs> or someone said partook, no problem. <laughs> In his nature of hard work. Nature of hard work. A husband is the one who creates wealth for his household. But Ecclesiastes says, two are better than one, chapter 3, because they will bring better 
financial results. So that a woman, according to the book of Genesis 2.18, is now a suitable helper. So that the finance of the woman plus the finance of the man equals greater. The brain of the woman plus the brain of the woman becomes complete. And a man, therefore, or a woman, when I say man, I mean female and male, must not be idle. If one way does not, is blocked, and you are going to market, what do you do? Because you are hungry. Anybody who is hungry and doesn't have food at home will never pass a road to market and they block that road because they said they are doing marathon. I said that, well, because of that, we can, I cannot eat. No, you will look for another way to reach that market. And if that other way is blocked, I think you will tell those who block the way that, are you guys not, do you not understand that man must chop? You will break that, that way and go. Isn't it? We must work hard to earn a living. Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. What did he say? The Lord will open the heavens. He will stand flood into what? Excuse me, excuse me. I will stop. You are not reading Bible. Let's read that scripture together. Is that true or false? That is God's plan. But for God to fulfill the last part of it, which is you will lend to many nations, okay? And for him to fulfill the first part, which is fulfilling really, God is still sending this rain and flood. But when in your hand there is nothing, the rain and the flood of God on empty hand gives back to nothing. I will together now. Because that condition to lend to nation means that rain came upon a hand that has something. God will not send the rain to the ground. He sent it to the work of hands. So if a hand has no work, it shall not eat by God's own law. Therefore, when God sent rain upon a, an empty hand, an empty handful of rain produced Empty, emptiness. So therefore, what do we do? Get your hand to be full of a work. What about if you do one thing and it's not selling, do another thing. You try that, it does not work, try the third thing. One day, they will need one of the five you have done. The world is made so easy now for all of us. Nobody who hears me must be doing security office, security work. Why are you doing security work? Some people created that company. You to go and create your own security work. If you do security work, it will be that you want to become a security company owner. And you have to go and read what people need to read to be able to set up the same company. After becoming a security officer, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, you have graduated. It takes only three-year course in university to graduate. A security officer for three years, you must have mastered everything about security. 
then do something to take you out of security into the management of security company. So that in the same company, you are now managing security outfits. Then do something that will make you go to become senior manager of security company. By the time you know everything about security company, then set up your own too. You don't have, you don't know what to do, how to set it up. You employ yourself as a full security officer. And start from there. Don't be afraid. Start from there. If you can't do anything at all, you can do security job. Are we, am I saying something? Because I'm not hearing preach on pastor now. God bless you. I preach on now. I was a security officer in England, though I was a graduate of land surveying and mapping sciences. Not just a graduate, a practitioner. But in England, I have to do security officer with GADA security number 12. Perfect number. That was my number. They sent me to mortuary, and then I had a coup. So in the mortuary, now everybody is sleeping. What do I do too? I sleep. All those who should be inspecting could not come to inspect because everybody is afraid of ghosts. I chose the mortuary because it's the best place for a student. I read and read. Nobody interrupts me. Those who are in the mortuary, they are sleeping. They are just having their cool. I am reading. Nobody is disturbing me at all. At all. And the time of prayer, I will pray. And when I read and read, I feel tired. I sleep there. No officer there come until break day. Really, I, I remember that Security is was 12 hours, my own past 12 hours. Because sometimes when, when 12 hours is still dark, they will not come. And when they come, uh, is everything fine, Alfred? I say, I, I can tell you. Everything was fine. Why? Because they were sleeping. I also I was sleeping. We don't, know, we don't know what happened thereafter. None of us, neither myself or those guys that I'm watching here, understood what was going on. Hello, somebody. I couldn't say that you hold me. You hold what? When you're in a country, you can't practice uh, of it, and the security work you can't do. You are saying that you are jobless. Jobless where? Jobless how? Then one of my members, I told him that I need something better because the security works not 12 hours. And then he said to me that there is a work in Pisa, Pisa Hut, a Pisa, Pisa land, Pisa land then. And I went and I, I, they trained me as a Pisa chef. I can take bread, I can mix it to become a dough. I can do personara. I can do vegetarian pizza. I can do any pizza. And I began to bring pizza home. And we ate and ate and ate. They say that you are malnourished if you eat a particular food. It's, it's those who are rich, they get malnourished. <laughs> when you don't have money, any food you eat, God blesses it. I will get it now. So I ate pizza until my body was smelling pizza, but I was okay. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Then somebody told me too that uh, they are washing plates in the, in the, in the, in the one uh, um, uh, 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 hotel, restaurant. I went there and I started washing plates. And in that plate washing one day, the, 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 the person who is the chef said that, have you washed uh, the, the pot before? They've told me that I should say yes. What is pot? My wife used pot to cook. I watched what before, and I said yes. And they took me to a pot. The pot is so big like this. And I said, this was not a problem. I was a boxer. I carried the pot, and the pot will not move. Ah, I said, what kind of pot is this? I carried the pot again. The pot will not move. 
flex all my muscles, carry it again, and I recognize that there are pots and there are pots. Hallelujah. By experience, I'm talking. While I was trying to struggle with the pot, my, my, my chef was looking at me. I didn't know from the back. After some time, I was sweating. I said, which kind of, what can I, how can I wash this one? My, my chef said that. I asked you whether I can wash pot. I said, I wash pot for my wife. He said, this is not your wife's pot, my friend. <laughs> she now took me to where they have brush. And said, this is how you wash this pot. Wash it now. Gave me scraper. Gave me brush. Long brush to wash heavy pot. You can't carry this kind of pot. Listen to me. So, how many have I done? What are you talking? Security, pizza chef. Then I was also a cab driver. Hello, somebody. Uh-huh. Not only that, I went to work in Oxen Bay as well to help them do for the whole of my hair was dusted. Why am I doing these things? Do a graduate, do a professional. I applied all the time with my surveying. I, all what I hear is I regret, we regret, we regret. And God was there looking at me. So I said, when, when they are regretting, I have to do what they will not regret. Because as a man, I must feed my family. Somebody say amen. amen. At the same time, I was a pastor and I was doing all those jobs. Are we together now? So in this country, when you say you are poor, I don't think you have been as poor as me. I can identify with it. If you say you are rich, I can identify with it. I understand that for God to bless a man, he will first test you to see how faithful you are in working hard. God don't bless lazy man. God don't bless lazy man. I say God don't bless <laughs> lazy man. You want me to preach on? I will stop here tonight. <laughs> Let me say this to you, beloved. The laws of God are simple. I will have held my hand, folded my hand and said that, you know, I'm a man of God. God will send Sparrow to feed me. That was no <laughs> Even in this case, there was no spa to come and talk of rule. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. I did all this job with joy, thanking God every day. And the last of it was that one day, I applied to my first professional job. And that company called Glen Service sent me a letter and said, we are happy to say that I will employ you as a surveyor. And that company gave me 25K. All of us celebrated. I first received 18K and we were all jubilating. Because among all of us, I was the only one who got a good job. All of us were pulling it. I won't tell you what others were doing. Because their own cleaning is beyond my own. Listen to me. After that, before I resigned to full-time ministry, during the period I was the one who did the survey of O2, the whole reclamation of that area, you find my name there. Bekalu Line Extension Rail Line, I was the surveyor in charge of it across the, the, the Rudra Tunnel. 
After doing that, then the church started. And when the church started, I got another job as one of these few of those employed to do the um, Euro tunnel. The last chapter of Euro tunnel. That was 1991 or 1990. And I had an offer of 600 pounds a day as at that time. And that was the contract the Lord told me to tear. I want to show you that I, will, I can provide. But now I want you to face the ministry. And I tore the contract. That was my exit from the practice of lands of aim. But let me say this. I have to tell you my story. Fathers must tell their children what they went through and who God truly is. If you can be true too. God don't bless falsehood. A false man will never make it. A, a big-mouthed man, God will allow him to swell and bust. For a man to be blessed by God, you have to be real. Because God is real. So everything God is, you are. Let's stand up together and pray. I will talk to you more about this. If anybody can suffer, God knows how to raise them in life. For a man to be blessed, the way up is the way what? Down. I want us to lift up our voices as one and begin to pray. Father, make me like you in everything. Begin to pray and tell God, everything in me, contrary to you, take it out of me. Help every one of us to be like you. We want to be like you, O God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Make us like you, O King of Heaven. Tell the Lord, everything God was or God is, we can see it in Jesus Christ. Father, help us to be like you in everything. Let your rain fall upon the works of our hands. Pray and tell God, send rain upon the works of my hand. Send your rain upon the works of my hand. Jehovah, we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. May the Lord bless you out of Zion. In meeting with the word of God, may heaven be open over you. May the Lord flood your mind with wisdom. May the revelation of heaven overtake your reasoning. May you generate ideas that will turn your finances around. May the Lord fulfill his promise concerning you and make you father of nations. May nations be born out of you. May you rule over the land in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord cause strength of heaven to rest upon you and be faithful to bless the, the, the thinking of your mind. The power God has given to you to produce well, may the Lord grant you the wisdom to turn it loose. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will be blessed when you go out. You will be blessed when you come in. Every thought of your mind shall be inspired by the Holy Ghost. And they shall be blessed. The Lord God will bring provision for you to fulfill every vision. If any one of you is struggling financially, and who has grace and ability and the devil is opposing today, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. In the name of Jesus Christ, I take authority in Christ in God and I command that opposition before you be destroyed. May the Lord send hailstones from heaven 
and destroy all the oppositions around you. The mountain the devil set before you, I command it to be melted. I command your valleys to be exalted. I speak to your dry ground to bring forth fruits. I speak to your deadness to receive life. I command favor from heaven over you. You will have favor before men. You will have favor before his holy angels. Thus say the Lord to you. Whose right hand the Lord has lifted up to subdue nations. Your right hand shall subdue nations. <coughs> the Lord will open the lobby door before you. He will break down the gates of bronze before you. He will cause the bars of iron. The king of heaven as you go to the end of June. It shall come to pass. Treasures of darkness shall be made disposed to you. Riches stored in secret places shall come unto you. Any planting of Satan in your body, I command it to be pulled out by the angels of God. Every planting of Satan in your family, I command it to be pulled out by the angels of God. The Bible says every tree that my heavenly father had not planted shall be pulled out from the roots. Seed and tree of Satan, I cause them to die. I command in the name of Jesus that the angels of harvest will remove them from their roots. The roots of bitterness have been pulled out from your family. The roots of failure have been pulled out from your life completely. The roots of misery and frustration be taken out in the name of Jesus. Everything that contends with your joy, I extinguish in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. And again and again and again and again and again. I say rejoice. Every contention against your joy, I command it to be overthrown. May joy overflow you. May success enwrap you. May the glory of heaven surround you. So shall it be. And so it is. You will prosper in every work you do. You will prosper in every good thing. Your name shall be called prosperity. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that because it's done. As we declare in Jesus' holy name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the king.